what is going on today? What's up, everybody? I'm Cody Garnett. This is Ran Out of Friends podcast. I really appreciate you guys listening to this. I think it's um, episode four. Episode four. Yeah, I'm, I'm back at home. I'm back in uh, Columbia, Missouri, where I live. I'm no longer in uh, Lawrence, Kansas, and that's wonderful. Um, I also have done a lot of stuff on my own this week, and it's been pretty cool. It's actually, you know, this week has been a, a busy week. It's my son's second birthday, so I actually did hang out with a lot of friends. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot to talk about what I did alone. There's a few things I'll get into, but I wanted to start by... I listened back to the, the last three episodes, and it seems like I, I basically talk about four different um, topics. I talk about music, because it's a big part of my life. I talk about uh, uh, wrestling, because it's a big part of my life. I talk about food, um, because it's a big part of everyone's life. Everyone has to eat food, right? Uh, of course. And then uh, I talk about comic books. So like that's kind of the, the four key things that I... Uh, I talk about in this podcast, and so if you're still listening to me talk about four different things, and uh, I mean, thank you, that's great, I'm really stoked um, that you're doing that, but yeah, hold on, what is this, what is this saying? Um, just stop, stop touching things, I don't know, I, I, this app is, it has like a, it has a hint, and I don't know what the hint is, so I'm, I'm confused, I'm hoping this is recording, I think it is, it says that I'm, I've been recording for two minutes, uh, so yeah. Being that this week was kind of a busy week, I was going to go back and talk about some uh, some early times um, of old Code Bro hanging out by himself. Um, basically, I found out that on Monday this week, one of my favorite hip-hop records of all time uh, is a, a rapper named P.O.S., and the song is called Audition that I'm going to play later. Uh, or the record's called Audition. The song's called De La Souls. Um, basically, that record turned 10 years old. That's crazy to me. On Monday, it turned 10 years old, which shows me that 10 years ago, when I bought this record, uh, might be the first concert I ever went to by myself. I remember it was at a music festival, and uh, it was a, called the Bluebird Music Festival here in Columbia, Missouri, and every venue in Columbia had... Uh, different show, and if you bought a, a wristband, you could go to every bar and see these bands, or you could pay individually. Um, so I bought the wristband because there was a lot of good shows that week. Uh, I mean, Bald Eagle played, and Gentleman Auction House played, and um, oh, what's that band from Springfield? Uh, got a 12-inch three-speed oscillated fan. I don't remember. Hot Tonka covered that song, and Hot Tonka might have played that too. Big Smith, that's what they're called. They played, and so I definitely went, and my cousin Jason was supposed to meet me um, at this at the Atmosphere concert. It was Atmosphere, a rapper from Minneapolis, and uh, Jason ended up bailing on me and not coming. Um, so I went to the Atmosphere show by myself. Give me a second, taking a coffee break. I think it's this button. Yeah, that sounded right. Um, okay, so I show up. I'm by myself. I'm a little bummed out because uh, my friends are inconsistent. Sometimes they bail, and it'd be great if he would have bailed and said, like, hey, man, I'm not going to make it. But he didn't. He just didn't show up. So I went by myself, and I was bummed at the time, but turned out it was a great, 
great thing because I learned about some of my favorite hip hop stuff ever at that point. Like I didn't even really listen to Atmosphere at the time, and I still don't listen to a ton of Atmosphere. But I do like the guy. I think if he put out a greatest hits record, it would be really good. I just think his records are inconsistent. Like he'll put out uh, one full record that have, will have two like gems on it, and the rest are just okay. Hey, I'm gonna talk to my dog about uh, leaving me alone right now. Hey, Juby, go go on, go lay down, go lay down. You're making a bunch of noise with your paws. I'm trying to record a podcast, and you're freaking out, Juby. Juby, go lay down. Go on, go go lay down. Good girl. Okay, so sorry about that. Uh, I don't. I don't really know if I can pause or edit, so I'm not gonna. It's fine. She's back underneath me. You're gonna hear like little pitter patters, and that's uh, that's because she's the worst. Basically, I usually do this on a carpeted floor, but today my table is in the living room because we had the birthday party. So she's uh, her little nails are pitter pattering across the hardwood, and uh, I hope I don't know if it's picking that up or not. Anyway, so from what I remember, it's been 10 years, right? This record, or this uh, album, ah, the show, right? I went for Atmosphere, but if I can remember correctly, the lineup was P.O.S. opened the show, and then Blueprint played second, and then Brother Ali played third, and then uh, Atmosphere played fourth. So it was just so sick. I remember P.O.S. came out and just blew my mind. If you've never listened to him and you're a fan of hip-hop, and like, you know, not like rap hip-hop, but like straight ahead, sweet groovy beats, and, you know, not so, well, sometimes it can be political, but just uh, intelligent hip-hop. If you're a fan of intelligent hip-hop, then early P.O.S. is so good. He got a little dancier and a little maybe too political for my taste uh, later on. I mean, I still love the guy, but uh, his first two, his first three albums are just, 100%. So when I found out it's been 10 years, I went back and listened to it because I was like, well, I kind of fell off POS. And then so I went back and listened and I was like, oh, never mind. I still think this record is like a 9 out of 10, maybe 10 out of 10. Like it's so, it's such a solid record um, for sure. Uh, So he he came out and just blew my mind. I mean, POS killed it. Then Blueprint came out and Blueprint's another guy that's just like old school hip hop. His record, uh, I think it's called 1988. Is just so great. I mean, it's very uh, old school style, like early '90s hip hop. But I mean, the beats hit hard, and some of his his uh, raps they all, they usually tell a story. Some of them are kind of funny, and some of them are just very um, I don't know, like street conscious. And it's 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 super great. So he came out, killed it. Brother Ali came out, and I just wasn't into it. I just was not feeling Brother Ali. Um, found out. A few years later that I met Derek, the guy, the producer on this show, and he um, he was also at that show, but we didn't know each other at the time, and he's a big Brother Ali fan, and that was the first time I'd ever heard Brother Ali, and I just, I don't know, it wasn't for me, man, I just didn't care, I uh, maybe it was just because I had too much hip-hop in me at the time. Um, Atmosphere came out, and Atmosphere was solid, but I listened to, or watched about half of his set, and then I left, um, and I really cannot think of a non-local band show that I went to by myself before that one. Um, A few years later, Blueprint came back, and I don't have a whole lot of hip-hop fans, hip-hop friends, so I basically went to that show by myself as well. And it was super great. And I don't know what it is, because now when I go to shows by myself, I get awkward. Maybe it's because at the time I didn't have a smartphone, or smartphones weren't invented, so I just 
dealt with it. I dealt with the awkwardness and I stood there and I was like, well, I will just stare around and look around. But now when I'm at a show by myself, even when I'm in a room full of people I know that I'm not necessarily close with or friends with, like I will literally just sit down and like play some dumb game on my phone and just be super, uh, I don't know, inside myself until the band plays and the band plays and I'll go check it out and whatever. And then I'll leave. Like I try to make small talk and it always seems like it's a, I'm a burden and I don't, I don't fit in at bars because I don't drink. I feel like if I drink beers, it'd be like easier, but it always tends to be like the conversation I have with someone is, uh, Oh, Hey man, you want a beer? And I'm like, Oh, I don't drink. And then the conversation about me being straight edge or why I don't drink or how I haven't drank for, you know, 15 years or whatever comes up. And then like, that's like, my identity, and I don't know, like, I'm not really complaining about that, it's just weird, because like I said, that Blueprint show and that that POS show, I went, and it was fine, and it was like, I remember them fondly, and recently I've gone to some shows by myself, and I've been like, oh, well, that was really awkward, like, the band was good, and it was a fun time, and I'm glad I saw that band, I bought a record probably, but, you know, overall, there was like, it was an awkward experience by myself. Um, so that's just weird how times change a little bit. Uh, it's like the afternoon time right now, uh, but I have to work, uh, later. So I have to work like 9 p.m. to like 2 a.m. So I'm drinking a lot of coffee, so I'm gonna maybe take frequent coffee breaks through this. So bear with this sound. That is literally the perfect amount of time. I know I say that every podcast, but it really is. Um... So yeah, that is uh, the first show I probably ever went to by myself, Um, and I'm going to play my favorite P.O.S. song uh, right now. I just want everyone to get a taste of what he does, and and, and, you know, really, go go support this guy. He he had like a kidney thing for a while, and... uh, he needs some. He probably could use some uh, some support if you want to buy his records and and enjoy his records. If you like super dancey hip hop stuff, like his last record was pretty dancey and fun. He's also in a group called Doomtree, and and all of those guys are super talented. Although I think POS is uh, the standout, obviously, and I think this record's will put him on the map. So uh, if you don't want to hear this song, it's only three minutes and forty five seconds. You can skip through it, and then I'll talk about wrestling or comic books or whatever after that. So uh, this is De La Souls by P.O.S. off of Audition that came out 10 years ago on Monday. P.O.S. I be the new generation of slaves Here to make papes off this land corporation's rape From that life I'm trying to separate But I guess I'm living dreams Cause my rent's always a month late Product of an East German black Who kissed the neck of a pretty woman named Grace But he left my life just a little too soon Didn't see me catch the doom tree fame As we go a little something like this Look mom, no protection Now I got a baby boy by the name of Jake And I've been trying to play the cowboy To rustle in the dough When I think I'm getting better Every passing day I'm not an early bird Plus the feathers are black So by the time I catch an apple Usually it's fine But it's a must to decipher One's girl from the round Sweet apples that are rotten On the inside I cherish my free time But I maximize So my soul needs to unwind I wanna see the stars Be the moon to my sun But I'm always on the run, run, run I'm fake to all these hard case kids I'll raise a black fist but won't say In the things I write And I don't say Cause I don't think it's right I know my boy struggled with that for over half his life I guess we got our own lives to live But I'm stretched too thin Trying to build a kingdom to rule And 
I think to the past sometimes And dag, man, it's bad See, I kinda acted like a fool But I've apologized to the lives that I've touched wrong Pride to the back, move ahead strong But I can safely say I've never played a woman with a karma catching up later on I tried to walk the right side of the tracks But I've hopped a couple trains Mom would cry if she knew the haps But I can stand who I am And face today straight No, we're not a thinking change What I be saying I wanna never be like me Generation of slaves here to make papes off this land. Corporations rape from that life. I'm trying to separate, but I guess I'm living dreams because my rent's always a month late. And looking back, it seems I've always been a step behind. Little off track and feeling no one shared the frame of mind. Listen to records in my room to escape. Found some things I could relate with. I wore out the tape. He said, When I lose every time I wake, cause no one will ever be messing up stuff and doing things wrong. Quite like me. So yeah, that is POS, and I mean, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you've never heard it, and I hope that you want to hear more and go listen to his stuff, man. Like I said, Epicac needs his first record, and it's like pretty well straight up hip-hop. Uh, Audition, that record is a lot more punk rock influence. He's also in like a thrash metal band called Building a Better Bombs, which is awesome. Um, and then uh, his third record is probably his best record. Um, uh, never Better is what it's called, and it's... Uh, Kind of a good mix between the two. Like it's very uh, punk rock influenced, but also straight ahead hip hop and a little dancey. Um, it's super good. But that's my favorite POS song, easily. Uh, it actually brings me to my next conversation, and that's records, man. I've been trying to buy records, and the the art of buying records has kind of been a little bit shady lately. Um, like that song is uh, kind of loosely based off of a Bouncing Souls song, and. Uh, Basically, I bought a Bouncing Souls record a few weeks ago when I was in Omaha, Nebraska, and it was like brand new, wrapped in plastic, you know, whatever. I open it up, I put it on the rec- on the turntable, and it's just skipping all over. I'm like, what the hell? And I look at it, and it's got just big circles, like someone just dropped glazed donut glaze on it, you know? But when I, when I felt it, it was burned into the record. It's like, well, what the hell? Like, why is this the case? I don't understand. And then 
So I'm not in Omaha. Omaha's like five and a half hours away from me, so I can't really return it. So I emailed them, and they were like, yeah, bring it in, and we'll swap it for something else. It's like, okay, that's cool, but I really wanted this Bouncing Souls record because I love it. Um, another case is I'm going to play this band called Antarctico Vespucci here in a little while. I pre-ordered their record and, like, I already paid for it and stuff, and then they were like, hey, by the way, uh, the record got pushed back. And I got it yesterday, so, like, we're good, but I, I waited a really long time to get that record. Um, Haley ordered me a Jimmy World record, my wife is Haley, uh, whenever, it was my birthday in June, she ordered it in, in, uh, May to get there in June, it still hasn't come, it's been eight months, I tweeted at SRC Vinyl Club, and I was like, hey, what's up with this record, they're like, oh, it's shipping out next week, it's like, really, shipping out next week, it's been eight months, uh, and I went to Hastings, and that Jimmy World record was there, and it was $20, and I was like, well... I could buy this for $20, and then I'll get home, and the other one will be in the mailbox, and I'll have two copies, and that would bum me out. So uh, I'm not going to buy it, and it better be here next week. Like I'm pretty pissed about that one. Um, but what pisses me off more than anything, right? Okay, I'm going to tell this story. I haven't really told this story publicly, and I don't think anyone really listens to this podcast. Uh, but I'm going to bitch about it, okay? Like, there's this band called Mixtapes, and I think that they write great songs. Um, the lead singer's name is Ryan Rockwell. The other lead singer is uh, Mara Weaver, and she's awesome. And I don't know. I have this weird thing where I don't know if it's because I'm just self-conscious about myself or what, but if I meet someone that I, I really enjoy, the art that they put out, um, and they're nice to me, like I can I can just say it. Like I, I kind of just become like that person's friend, whether they like it or not. I'm like, hey, that guy's my friend. And if I see him at shows, I hang out with them, and they're nice to me, and that's great. And that's always been okay. Like, the the guy from, from Antarctica Vespucci, the record I'm about to play at the very end of this, um, his name's Chris Farron. He's a solid dude. Uh, whether or not he thinks I'm a solid dude or not, like, I like him, you know? Like, they stayed at my house a long time ago when they were in a band called Fake Problems, and uh, we've just kept in touch, and his music has been a big part of my life. So I definitely appreciate that person. And, uh, you know, maybe... I don't know. I don't really know. But basically what happened was uh, Ryan Rockwell from Mixtapes, he put on Facebook like, hey, I found a bunch of old Mixtape stuff. Um, I'm going to sell it. Does anybody want any of it? Um, I expressed interest in a t-shirt uh, that was no longer printed and their first record, which I don't have because it's not in, 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 in print anymore. And uh, I, I just messaged him that and he was like, okay, cool. Like, what do you want to pay for it? And I'm not cool with that. Like, you give me a price, and I'll tell you whether it's okay or not. Like, I don't want to lowball you. Um, and so I just said, like, I don't know, man, what do you think? And then nothing. I got nothing from him, and that's fine. Uh, then, like, two or three days later, he messages me, and it's, like, kind of, like, talking, like, um, it's just little, like, just small talk, you know? And I was just talking back, like, whatever. Like, I feel like we're kind of friends. It's cool. Obviously, we're not, like, friends, friends. We don't hang out, but I know the guy, and we're talking. And he uh, finally was like, hey, what's up with that stuff? Do you still want that stuff? And I said, well, like, what do you want? And this is the mixtapes first record out of press, uh, test press is what it is. It's a test press. Uh, very rare. And uh, so I told him, I was like, look, man, like, I got a kid and everything else. Like, I, I can give you 50 bucks for the test press and the shirt. If that works, if not, I'll give you 20 for the shirt and we'll call it good. And he was like, yeah, that's perfect, man. Like, just send me the money and I'll and send me your address and I'll mail it. Whatever. That was back in November. Um, and so I was like, okay, cool, great, you know? And then um sent him the money, and he said he mailed it. 
And then it was like a month later, and I hadn't got the stuff. And I was like, hey, man, uh, I messaged him like, any idea when I'll get that stuff? And he like messaged me. He was like, oh, right, well, I'll definitely mail it next week. Sorry, I've been really busy. I was like, okay, cool, no problem. That's fine. Um, so I waited another like two or three weeks. And the dude lives in Cincinnati, so it's not like it's going to take a month to get to my house. So I messaged him again, like, hey, man, still haven't got this stuff. Like, what's up? And you know how Facebook works? Like, you can see when somebody, uh, re- like, when someone reads your thing, um, or you can see when they're active. Basically, he hadn't opened my message, but he'd been active, like, every three minutes. And it's like, I know that you see this. Like, why aren't you messaging me back? And that's when I got my first bad feeling. I was like, this dude totally screwed me over all this money. Like, 50 bucks isn't, like, a ton of money, but it's more money than I want to just give some dude for nothing, you know? So... Uh, I messaged him again, I was like, hey man, I think you're taking advantage of me being like a nice guy, like I'm kind of irritated by it, like, if you just want to refund me that money, that'd be great, and then he sent me this like huge message that was like, oh dude, I'm so sorry, like a bunch of people didn't get their stuff, and blah blah blah, and I hope that we can we can make this right, basically so many people didn't get the stuff that he said that he was going to give them, that his PayPal got shut down, because that many people uh, sent claims saying like, Hey, this guy owes me money and he never paid me like, or never gave me the product, you know? And so I basically just said like, Hey man, if you can just give me my money back, like whatever, we'll call it good. And I just haven't heard anything from him. His PayPal shut down. So he, that's his, his excuse for not paying me back. But it's like, I don't know, man, it's a real bummer. Like that dude was kind of a hero of mine. Cause you know, I loved the music that he played and like his, you know, his, his art seemed genuine, made him sound genuine. And I'm not talking smack on, on the band mixtapes. That band's dope. I'm never going to support them again because I feel like that guy took advantage of me being a fan of his and took advantage of me being a nice dude and not really knowing how to take care of the situation. Um, but Mara's always been super sweet to me. She's great. Um, and they, they write, like, really great pop-punk songs. I really like that band a lot, but I just can't support... Uh, Ryan Rockwell. I don't think he's a genuine guy. I think he's uh, took advantage of a lot of his fans, and I guess I'm not the only person. Like, I kind of want to put him on blast on the internet, but I don't know what that would cause. I feel like that'd be super dramatic. Like, I'll just talk to you guys about it, because you guys are either my friends, or my wife's friends, or my future friends, or whatever, you know? Like, it's... I'm not, like, that mad about it. I mean, if the dude's, like, that hard up for cash that he's got to rip off all his fans, like, then I guess, like, here's my 50 bucks, dude, and I, I just learned a lesson. But uh, I would really like that that uh, test press. Like, that'd be tight. <laughs> and, like, the shirt was dope because the shirt was him with Soupy from the Wonder Years, who are, like, my all-time favorite band. And I was like, man, that shirt was awesome. I saw that band here in Columbia. I saw mixtapes, and they had that shirt, and I didn't buy it. And uh, when he told me he had, had one, I was like, yeah, dude, I'll totally buy that shirt because I kick myself all the time for not buying it. So, um, so, yeah, that's my story about, like, record collecting being sketchy. Am I going to stop collecting records? Like, no. Like, I'm still going to do all this anyway because I really like listening and owning records. But, uh, I don't know. I'm I'm just, I'm frustrated by that dude. Um, it's just, uh, and then, like, you see him on Instagram. Like, I stopped following him, but before that, he was just, like, super happy and stoked on all his Instagram pages. And, like, it's like, come on, man. Like, you just ripped off me. And then, who like, who knows how however many other people and, like, you're just pretending like it's no big deal and that you're you're stoked on life and that just irritates me. He he does a podcast called Big Snackers too and you know 
it's fine. It's a fine podcast, but I, I more listen to it because I'm a fan of mixtapes. But I'll no longer be listening to that podcast. He doesn't listen to my podcast either, I'm sure, so it's no big deal. Sorry, that was a rant. This is only a 30-minute podcast, and I just spent 20 of it to rant about uh, getting ripped off. But, man, it's just a frustrating thing, you know? Like, as a as a dude with fans, like, you gotta you got to have a... I don't know, some sort of responsibility and not be a, a shitty person. And that guy's a shitty person. And uh, I learned the hard way. And I, I, I'll keep doing that, man. I don't know. It's part of my personality. Like, if I meet somebody that's in a cool band and, you know, I and they, they're nice to me, like, I don't know. I think that's cool. I can't help it. Maybe that makes me sad and weird. But uh, I guess I'm just sad and weird. It's fine. <laughs> um, so we've got five minutes, and I, I want to play a three-minute song at the end of this. So... A speed round on my on my list here. Oh man, I was going to talk about Lucha Underground. God, no one likes wrestling that listens to this, but listen to me, please. Just just watch Lucha Underground, please. It's so good. It's not even wrestling. I mean, it is wrestling, but it's totally different. It's like Mortal Kombat that comes to life. Like if you don't care at all about wrestling at all, not one little bit, that's fine. Just watch season two, episode one of Lucha Underground. You can find it online. Just watch it, and if you know me, just be like, hey, tell me what you thought of it. Because there's no way you can hate it. It's so great. You might not like it. You might not love it. But you won't hate it. And you might love it. So please, please just watch Witch Underground. Um, it's a speed round. Bitch Planet. I finished Bitch Planet, uh, the first book. It's super great. Can't wait for the second book. Those ladies are pissed off at the end of that book. And I'm really excited what they do in the second book. It's going to be great. Bitch Planet. It's great. Um, Oscar movies. I've been... Not watching because I'm watching uh, Lucha Underground. <laughs> I, can't, I can't help it. I started Spotlight and I fell asleep. I was going to watch the movie about the priest that molests little dudes, but I fell asleep. What can I do? And now I started watching Lucha Underground and I can't help it. Um, so food. Uh, I made uh, crock pot. Not crock pot. I made shake and bake chicken last night and I, I did it well and it was great. And that was awesome. So I covered food and records and wrestling and comics I think I covered everything. This is a song by a band, Antarctico Vespucci. Please, please support them. They're so great. Chris Farron is the lead singer, um, songwriter. Uh, I just got this record, but it's the second record. This actually is on their first record. It's really good. Jeff Rosenstock is also in this band. Okay, I gotta stop talking to play this song. I love you all. Goodbye. Oh, snap, that's what's happening. I didn't turn the volume up. I was like, why is that not playing? Sorry, you missed the first 13 seconds. You gave up on me, so now I don't want you around. I'm giving up on you, too. To give so much to someone who gave nothing I'm not gonna be the one that tells you to settle down You gave up on me so now I don't need you around I'm giving up on you too
had the kids' birthday party, and there are Ninja Turtles literally everywhere. 